0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am Matt Rashavi. It is a pleasure to be here with you. And welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling Try Harder. Thanks. Thank you for that. Um, Yeah, that's good. Good start. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, welcome to the podcast recording to you live from the road of an undisclosed location. can't tell you where, but I can tell you um, it's a little warmer than Minnesota. Any place is a little warmer than Minnesota, or a lot warmer. So that's nice. I love going to a place, to where we've been to a, a couple recently, or I've gone to for work, where um, it's felt like spring. So it's getting me excited because I feel like this time of year, because it's, march (laughs) that took me way too long to think of that (laughs) you could actually hear the gears turning in my brain um but uh i haven't had enough coffee yet today is it bad it takes me like three cups of coffee to really kind of kick into um like stringing together a sentence then after three cups i'm pretty good but anyways um march is usually the time of month i feel like especially for me when I'm like, okay, yeah, winter can be over. We're good. <laughs> um, and it's funny though, because then in the summertime, I'm like kind of nostalgic for even shoveling the driveway, but it really only takes one time where you have to shovel the driveway and you're like, okay, I've got my fill, maybe even like half of a driveway. Um, but uh, any who's old. Um So yeah, this has been good going to places that are kind of a uh, little warm, um, and, uh, and that's been nice. And then, um, yeah, what else is new? This is the checking-in segment, obviously, where I drone on um, about uh, stuff that's very personal to me, um, including my thoughts on on weather and seasons. Uh, but um, what else is new? I played uh, Hurdle today. So you've heard us talk about Wordle a lot. Hur- Hurdle, if you haven't heard, isn't a game where you play track and field with other people across the nation. No, it's actually, it's a um, kind of name that tune type game. So you get a couple seconds of a song and if you can, and then you get five or six guesses. And uh, I played it for the first time today and it's a tough one. I always thought thought that I was pretty good at those. Um, and they should also, you know, that's the key I feel like is once, you notice that with something like as simple as the invention of the game, Wordle, or you know something like the fridge pack, right? Like That, that was the big thing, I think, in the 90s, late 90s. They came, some, some guy came up with the fridge pack, which is that 12-pack of cans of beer or soda that you can fit into your fridge. And it was this huge invention, made him a multimillionaire. That's like, I, I feel like we're all looking for that idea. That one great idea that just slightly turns things a little bit on its head. And that's what, uh, you know, It because it's those things that really do make makes that useful. You know what I mean? And uh, a game invention like this. So I feel like there's something with movies, too. You know what I mean? So they've got a hurdle. But what if it's just like lines of movie dialogue? Um, I don't know. I'm still work, workshopping it. Um, How many people have just fallen asleep on this podcast? there let's go to some random entertainment news stories of the week uh you know it's it's funny i'm fighting every urge to just not have every article be about the batman because i really loved it and i feel like it's so easy we could just do podcast after podcast about that but i won't do that i won't put you through that but uh we'll give you a little bit of uh of uh, batman taste if you haven't seen it um I think it's uh it's good it's it's definitely they love DC loves to go on the darker side of things um, but uh, and and you definitely get that you know I felt like with Shazam it's a little it's still super pretty dark but has some more positive tones this one it's in the positive the positives are in there um, but it's uh it's a pretty bleak worldview but one of the big things that I liked about the movie is kind of how different it was from a lot of of, uh, of other superhero movies that you that you see. But I do have issues with it. A lot of issues, of course. A nerd like me is going to have issues with it. Um, and one of them was the ending. I thought the end, spoiler alert, um, I will give away one of the endings, which is they put the Riddler in Arkham Asylum. So he's there. You know Arkham's going to show up does in every it's like the origin story of Bruce Wayne it's going to show up in every DC Batman movie but so it ends there you have the Riddler and his cell is next to another cell where he can easily communicate with other inmates um, and so he's communicating with this guy and you can kind of see his face and at first I was thinking oh it could kind of be two face because you only see half his face Um, but he's got this laugh and, and he makes, at one point he says the word that he feels like a clown. Um, and so then it's like, okay, that could be Joker, obviously. And then they start laughing at the end. So it's like, it's gotta be Joker. Right. Um, and it was played by actor Barry Keegan. Um, and everyone just assumed that that was one of those movie endings that they do for these hero superhero movies where it's setting up the next sequel um, and the next in the Batman universe so but now Reeves has taken uh, um, umbrage with that and he's saying that Hegan's not in the movie solely to set up a future Batman sequel um, quote he said it's not an Easter egg scene it's not one of those end credits um, that's saying hey here's the next movie he says I have no idea when or if we would return to that character in the movie so that's what he's saying but to me that was the one kind of weak point in the movie was just like ah that seems like every other uh, other um, superhero movie uh, alright end of Batman rant that's the last Batman story for this actually that's not true I think I'll be talking about some Batman stuff coming out <laughs> some random news for the week this is one of my favorite segments I love just the bizarre news stories that was one of the things um, that I hated about when COVID broke um, amongst many other things this isn't the only thing this is the only thing I hated about COVID (laughs) was just that uh, um, there wasn't anything going on everyone was staying inside for those first three months so it was like there wasn't those crazy news stories that you would get all the time. So it's good, we're getting those. Um, and one of them is on March 5th, a thief broke into a freight truck in Denver and he made out with some uh, some crazy cargo. Um, it's not what he thought he was gonna be stealing and ended up walking away with a box of human heads. <sighs> now this is right out of a horror movie, it sounds like, it's one of those things. This is my luck, I feel like. If I ever became a thief and um, tried to be Catwoman. I don't know why I went there. There again, another Batman reference. Sorry about sorry about that. Um but anyways, that would happen to me. I'd I'd steal something that's completely crazy like that and open another can of worms. Um but yes, yeah, so this happened It was the Denver Police Department said the truck was parked in East Denver. Someone broke into it. Um, The suspect stole a dolly and a box labeled exempt human specimen. It was full of human heads and was mainly, not mainly, it was meant for medical research, mainly medical research, and then a soccer game on Saturday. Uh, But uh, the box also said on there science care. It had one of those labels, which is a program that donates bodies to science for research and educational purposes. If someone wants my head after that, um, I don't know. I feel like that's another thing that would be my luck. I would die, and then my head gets stolen. So, no rest, even when I'm dead. Uh, But they have not found there's no arrest, and investigators are still working to find this box of human heads. So if should someone find it, this is a real thing. Apparently, um, if you find a box containing human heads, authorities are asking. They, you immediately call the Denver police department. Phone number 913 2000, 913 2000. Look at that. This show. What if we were able to help track down this box of missing human heads? I feel like Encyclopedia Brown. Um, There you go. Uh, Also, on this show, uh, we love to tackle a couple of um, Guinness World Records whenever we can. And so that's what we got two for you this week. Uh, One is a Polish endurance enthusiast. So that's a thing, an endurance enthusiast. He broke a world record by spending three hours, 28 minutes with his body submerged in ice. And everybody hearing that... uh, just whispered under their breath, Why? Why? Um, there you go. So his name is Valerian Romanowski. I'm sure that's perfect pronunciation. Climbed into a glass tank of ice and attempted to maintain full body contact with the ice long enough to break the record, the previous record of two hours, 35 minutes, and 33 seconds. Um, he said he trained for this for six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much. All these records are so much dedication to kind of. I mean, listen, maybe it's not pointless. My initial thought was to say pointless things, but. He said, half a year before the record, there was a decision made to try my strengths in this discipline. I did a few trainings, after which I decided that record was within reach. Well, there you go. Um, also, in the Guinness World Record News, a Croatian. Free Diver went for a walk underwater and broke a Guinness World Record by traveling more than 350 feet in a single breath. Uh, Vitomir Marsik took the record for the longest underwater walk. Uh, that's crazy. This is one of those ones that I can say, without a doubt, please do not try to beat this record. Not worth it. Don't submerge yourself in water and think you can break this record. Um, yeah he said as a professional free diver I don't really need to prepare that much for any breath hold record so there you go so he had that part covered Because that's the thing if I was going into a cold I'd have to worry about that I can only hold my breath for like 10 seconds Um, I can do much more but this was a live event so I wanted to be careful and precise ah so he's getting a little cocky he's saying it could have gone longer it sounds like Um, him I could challenge and say "All right, prove me wrong all right. Th- that was the random news for this week. On, oh to be alone. All right. And we're back. Uh, it was funny. Right as I was coming back, the maintenance crew out in the hotel just turned off their vacuum cleaner, which, you know, it started... Um, during the music break, and I was like, "Oh, for sure, this is just going to be the way it is for the rest of the show," <laughs> which is fine. I think having a vacuum cleaner on in the background uh, adds to the ambiance of traveling and being in that hotel life. You know what I mean? You get it. Um, any any whoozle, uh, let's move to TV. So this is some random TV shows that I've been watching this week. It's been a pretty busy busy week, so I haven't been able to check out a bunch, but. What I was able to do was finish up the Pam and Tommy show, which uh, was really, really good. I mean, I've talked about it last week especially. Um and oh, I think you can hear it. It's in a very faint in the background, but yeah, someone's vacuuming. Um I should invite I should invite them in. <laughs> um but uh oh, can you hear it? Nice. Um, let's see what did I watch. Uh Winning Time. Oh, oh, I'm getting sidetracked again. Um, spoiler alert. We'll talk about that in a bit, but uh, Pam and Tommy is they I watched the final episode of the season that was on this week and really good finale. Good closing up of the entire show. Um, I think it brings up a lot of the issues obviously that they went through at the time. Um, in a way that's, you know, I don't want to say respectful because I feel like it, a lot of it is not. And and I was talking about this with somebody the other day. I was like, I wonder what Tommy Lee thinks about the way he was portrayed because it's true. I've read in articles that he's talked to the guy uh, that plays him, Sebastian Stan, who is probably my actor, um, my my one of my favorite actors right now. So actor pick Sebastian Stan he's so good and uh um we'll talk about something he's in later on in the show as well but um but yeah Tommy Lee comes off really bad in the show in some areas um and sometimes he does come off as just kind of like this lovable kind of kind of goofball sometimes but uh but really good And shows too that this guy who took the tape and leaked it out and kind of birthed these viral videos, um, he, he felt the character feels remorse and it's good that they showed that. I hope, you know, in real life the guy did as well, but, um, but it's very interesting and the show is based on this Rolling Stone article, which I'm going to try to find and read because, uh. It is a very fascinating story. Um, also, I'm watching, uh, I just finished up Euphoria, which was a great finale to their show as well. Really well done. Um, powerful, insane. They um, killed off, uh, kind of made it seem like they killed off the main character, but well, you don't fully know, so I don't think they did. He's one of the best, so I don't think they would actually do that. But sometimes shows will do that just to keep you on your toes and keep you guessing. And if they can uh, negotiate someone's salary too. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, winning time rise, rise of the Lakers dynasty. Um, that's the Adam McKay produced show with John C. Riley. Um, and the rise of the Lakers shows that whole, whole tale. Um, and if you know me, you know, I'm a big sports guy. Um, uh, I'll wait till you stop laughing. (laughs) Uh, But this is like, it presents it in a way that I can understand um, and is more the behind the scenes of it. Really great, well done. Um, Only one, one episode in, but looks very promising. from there let's go to the advice section of the week um if you have any advice questions comments or concerns as always feel free to reach out at not good with Matt at gmail.com that is not good with Matt at gmail.com now it kind of sounds like there's a party going on in the hallway <laughs> i should do this actually by the <clears throat> by the pool outside um and uh just interview random people, especially in this, the dating advice section. That'd be perfect for that Um, as, as opinions vary in so many of these questions. And the first question being um, someone writes in, how do you, how does a couple in a relationship, this person is, has not been in a lot of long, long relationships, wants to know, how do you not get sick of one another? Um, people ask that about me all the time. Meaning, how do people not get sick of me all the time? Which I find is kind of an insult. And then I think about it more and then I realize, oh, it's definitely an insult. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's it's that's the key, right? Finding someone who you love spending time with and that's always surprising you. Like, it, it really, I mean, it's out there and you can find that. And, and when you do, it's perfect because it's like every day is this new surprising thing and um, you know, I'm sure. Like, if you spend, you know, my parents are like 50 years in, but they still too seem to seem to find new things to laugh and joke and just love um, about each other, which is really cool and uh, really great to see. So, I'd say, you know, you might not have experienced that yet, but uh, but it's out there. You know what I mean? Don't uh, close yourself off to the possibility that that can happen. Uh, another person wants to know they're at the end of their family line and they want to know what they do with the heirlooms that have been passed down from generation to generation. And this got me thinking, um, I don't know what I would like want to pass down to, you know, family, um, nieces, nephews, you know, and, and I was like, I should just leave something that's so bizarre. that just questions who I was <laughs> like, um, you know, and or not even questions who I was. I mean that would that's actually a good angle at it too. Where it's like uh, like um, like I don't own a gun or anything like that. I have nothing wrong with that. You know nothing against it. But if all of a sudden like that's the thing that I leave to my family, <laughs> but I've never talked about it forever, um, or a treasure map, even a, a random treasure map with no explanation of what the map leads to. Um, I actually would like to leave a bunch like a duffel bag of my old socks unwashed just just because just because. Um, But, yeah, I think it's tough. I think it's like it if you can keep some of that stuff and keep it going, um, that would be good just because there's so much life um, before you and after you that you it's kind of cool if if you could have something that kind of carries on. Um, my personal opinion, but others would be like, nah, get rid of it. That's clutter. Um, so let's see here. Uh, last one is a uh, boyfriend just admitted that he's married and has a son. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. A boyfriend of eight months just admitted that he's got a son and a wife, but says that he's in the process of divorcing, which is why he didn't uh, reveal that information, yeah, I don't know. I think that's still a little suspect. Uh, might be maybe cause of the divorce? Potentially. Um, I remember when I was dating back in the day, I uh, was using the old Tinder, and the photos of this one uh, woman was uh, all like her looking single, you know, just of her, her by the pool, her doing this, her doing that. And when... It was time to go on a date she texted me about a half an hour before the date and was like uh, um, oh just you know I have two kids and uh, I'd like to bring them with me to the date and I was like oh okay Um, oh actually it was one kid she was like she had one kid and she brought her little kid with her which that's totally fine Um, but it was like you could you could have posted pictures of that online You know what I mean? That's fine. That wouldn't be like a deterrent for me. Um, And then uh, when we got there, she casually dropped that she had uh, two other kids too. So um, went from zero to three kids in about a span of a half an hour, which again is totally fine. But I feel like, you know, put that out there because the people that wouldn't want to date you because of that, you don't want to date anyways, I feel like. And finally, movies. This is some movies of the week. I don't think I ever got to telling you guys my take of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new movie that came out. Uh, I've been telling everybody that I can make listen <laughs> about it and how I feel about it. It's um, And I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast, but if I did, I apologize. But I'm going to give you another quick, uh, quick rundown of it, um, if I did. But uh, it is one of those things where the more that I think about it, I did actually really enjoy it and it's fun. It's less than, I think it's like an hour and 10 minutes. So it's very quick. Uh, It almost just feels like an episode of something. And it's, it's good. It's got elements of the first one, obviously with your leather face being the killer, but it is, it's one of those things like the, the character who's the one survivor the final girl from the original film, that actress passed away. So they have a new actress playing it. So that's kind of playing that part. So it's challenging because that would be like doing a Halloween sequel reboot without, um, without uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, but recasting that role with somebody else. So I don't know. I don't know how I totally feel about that. That kind of took me a little bit out of it, but, uh, but as far as that, like I thought the, the scenes, and it always sounds weird to say, but the kills were crazy and over the top and really good special effects. Um, and there's a school bus scene that is just, um, ridiculous over the top violence, but I don't know. I recommend it. I give the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre a good, um, also watched fresh this uh, uh last night and fresh is really good it's on hulu it's got the guy i was just talking to you about from pam and tommy sebastian stan such a good actor it's one of those things that starts off almost like a rom-com and this woman can't speaking of bad dates she is uh, you you see and are introduced to her on a really bad date um and she's trying to find love and finds this guy sebastian stan he picks her up at a uh, supermarket and they have a lot in common. They decide to go on a date and, um, you know, minor character flaw. He likes to eat people and women in particular. I don't know. Listen, we all have our thing, right? (laughs) Do we just judge people right away? Huh? Where's the forgiveness? Um but, uh, yeah, crazy, super creepy. This guy though, Sebastian Stan is, because I feel like when it's a dinner scene with two actors and it's long dialogue, I think you have to be so charismatic and so captivating, otherwise I'm bored to tears with that stuff and that material. And I wasn't. They were they were it was constantly just, you know, super entertaining, kept me intrigued and going. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend checking out fresh and that's on Hulu. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast for the week. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, again, if you have any comments or concerns or anything you want me to review for the future episodes of not good, reach out to notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. That is not good with matt at gmail.com. And we will see you all in just one short week. All right, have a good week. I love you.